0: Yeah, he's been awesome, man. You know what else has been awesome this postseason? And I can't believe I'm about to say this. Uh-huh. Ryan Baseball. Ryan Baseball <laughs> moved to a perfect 8-0 and o yesterday. Really? Good for you. Yeah, I've been on fire. Uh, nothing for me tonight. Uh, I'm going to stay away. But if I were to try to keep the hot streak a little hot, I would go under in Diamondbacks Phillies. Mm. Obviously, we're going to talk about this one a little bit later on. I like the pitching matchup. It's 7.5 right now, and it's plus money Scary. if you shop around, plus 105. I, my predicted score tonight, T, 3-2. Phillies win I like that and if I'm in fact bet the exact result why not
1: I think if uh, you were as judicious betting football as you were baseball you would have a very high hit rate Mm
2: -hmm. yeah yeah
0: uh he just
1: likes the juice he just likes the action
2: yeah just just something you want a little bit of
0: something every time "Ah, hey
2: hey hey if if you're gonna send me to the beautiful
0: MGM National Harbor on a Monday night I'm gonna dabble in some uh maybe some first touchdown props I'm gonna dabble in some C.D. Lamb over five and a half receptions, like even it. though that price is now minus 120. But I'm probably gonna dabble in a little bit more after we talk with Brad Evans because uh, that's my guy. That's my prop guy right there. And our Illini are officially back. They they light our stadium yes. on fire. And that just pumps us up. That just motivates us. Well, let's we bring him on back, now. Baby. Brad
2: Evans, co-host, live on the line. Uh, let's just go big picture with you, as we always do. What are you on tonight? We're, some of us are sitting here, Brad. We're kind of struggling when it comes to taking a side or a total on this. Don't know what type of defense we're going to see from the Cowboys. Is this going to be a revenge game for a certain Chargers offensive coordinator? Where are you on this?
3: Yeah, I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair, quite honestly. I got a little sprinkling on the Chargers' money line, and I know it's mm. a, kind of a home-road matchup for them. Uh, it's, it's probably going to be 60-40 Cowboys at Chargers, faithful in the stands there at SoFi. Uh, but I think the Chargers are going to put up some points. I think points are going to be plentiful in this game because L.A. refuses to defend down the field deck. Prescott should have a revival of sorts. Uh, Tony Pollard should have a very nice game as a rusher and definitely as a receiver. Uh, but honestly, my favorite bet on the board is welcome back. The pride of Gunnison, Colorado in Western <laughs> State, now called Western Colorado, <laughs> and Austin Eckler. Uh, I love the over on his yeah. receptions prop. I number seeing at four and a half. I got that even money at BetMGM. They had the best odds in the business on that prop earlier today, and I locked and loaded it. Uh, we only saw him in week one against the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, they had four receptions in that game. Uh, but a guy that runs oodles of routes, he was number one last season in total routes run uh, in a contest. And with Dallas and a talented secondary, even without Diggs, uh, they can really get after uh, their assignments means that Eckler is going to be an option as a check down. And on some design, maybe screens, some uh, shallow crosses, a short slant routes. He's going to pile up the receptions. He have, may have three by halftime, and only need a couple of more to cash.
1: What do you think about this total, Brad, because it's 50-and-a-half. You know, these two offenses we know can get up and down the field pretty fast. Dallas has a great defense when they come to play. Without digs, it's been very touch and go. First half is actually 24 and a half. Juice minus 120 to the under. How do you see this playing out in terms of the total points?
3: Yeah, I like the over, to be honest with you. Now, did I bet on it? No, I didn't because I'm all about the SGPs and the alt markets that are available out there. It's slapping a few things together, reduce the juice, and then get seduced by the juice <laughs> and plus money. That's how I like to rock and roll in these suckers. So uh, I took the uh, total down, and actually the way I attacked it, I uh, explained this a lot online. I'll just give you guys the same four-leg SGP and get your thoughts on it. I got Austin Eckler anytime, touchdown, Lake Maruno. Mm-hmm. I got the Love Chargers it. on it, old Fred a plus seven and a half. I uh, took right. the total then down to 42 and a half and slammed the over on that because again, of the shortcomings defensively of the Chargers and the Cowboys have been rather inconsistent in that area here of late in the fourth and final leg. all oh, the Dak attack. Dak Prescott, 225 plus pass yards. You put all those together, Without the boost, and you could apply that at BetMGM to this if you wanted to, but without the boost is the cool, crisp, plus 190. Nice. I like
0: it. I like that yeah. a lot. Hey, Brad, I wanted to ask you about the slot receiver position tonight for the Chargers because, obviously, Mike Williams uh, done for the year. So I think one of these guys is going to eat tonight, and it's either Josh Palmer, whose receiving yards are sitting there at 42-and-a-half, or we get a buy low spot in a guy that hasn't really produced yet, but he's a rookie yeah. coming off the bye. Quentin Johnston. Low number, 32-and-a-half. That could be a reception or two for him. He only runs a couple routes in that route tree. Who do you like more, Palmer or uh, Johnston, or is there maybe a wild card that you think could go off tonight for the Chargers at a lower total?
3: Yeah, look, uh, I think, one well, of these guys are uh, definitely going to have a ton of upside tonight. There's no question about it. That is an area of advantage uh, for wide receiver against his very talented secondary, even without digs, of the Dallas Cowboys. Got a lot of team speed. They fly and ball hawk all over the, of the map, really. But I like Johnston a little bit more than Palmer. I think Palmer is a guy, yeah, he's got the rhythm, he's got the established chemistry there with Justin Herbert, and Herbert definitely trusts him down the field. Uh, But I think Quentin Johnson, a guy that we haven't really seen all the tools in the box for him yet. I mean, at TCU last season, a guy that could really stretch the field, down the field, but he was also highly effective in the screen game. He is a break tackle beast after the catch, and maybe that is uh, the X factor in this game, is getting him the ball in space on a high-percentage throw and then letting him operate in that space uh, because he's got the body size. Of course, he's got the late turn and the wheels as well uh, to eat up a lot of real estate when he's got the ball in his hand. So with that low threshold for us to cross in the 30s, it could be a 40-yard kind of game for the rookie out of TCU. Love it. Talking to Brad Evans, BetMGM tonight. So uh, we got a Chargers
2: receiver, Simi Fihoko, who played uh, for Kellen Moore at the Cowboys and said, Kellen Moore wants to put up 100 points tonight if he can against the Cowboys (laughs) and Mike McCarthy, and he's going to keep scoring if he can. I assume you'll probably see this the same way. Factor that in and go, yeah, there's a good chance Kellen Moore wants to step on the throat
3: of the Cowboys tonight. Uh, Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Uh, And again, the very partisan home crowd there is going to play a factor as well in a positive way, I think, for the home team. Uh, The LA Chargers obviously can put up a boatload of points; uh, more than capable of doing that. So, you know, in this particular contest, I, you know, I really think uh, points are going to be plentiful on both sides of the ball. And I, you know, I've got a ton of props as a result of that. I'll give you some more, guys. I already am on Eckler on everything there. Uh, I took the Chargers. I kind of like him again and straight up on the money line. I think Dak Prescott is going to throw for two passing touchdowns in this game. Uh, I know he's only done that once a season, but he is number one in red zone attempts among all NFL passers. Now he's quarterback 18 in red zone completion percentage. Uh, he has gotten to the, you know, the altar, but he hasn't really put the ring on it and uh, consummated the marriage, but I think it could happen that a couple of times. And I like Brandon Cooks a great deal as well. And it's all about taking advantage of the quarterback matchup. He's expected to line up most often against Michael Davis uh, in this Charger secondary who's allowed – four touchdowns, 138.8 passer rating and 71.9 catch percentage. Oh, true story. I got Cooks for any time touchdown at plus 280. I've got Cooks over and I grabbed it when the line opened at 34 and a half receiving yards. I still play on it right now on the 36 and a half. I played up to 39 and half and I got Cooks for over 17 and a half yards longest reception. His longest this year is only 16. Ah, but the story is going to change tonight because he is going to own Michael Davis with those fleet feet.
1: Oh, those are some good nuggets there, Brad. I'm curious, there's, I think, a little bit of... uh... I would call it skewed math when you look at the Cowboys and how many passing yards allowed uh, their defense is allowing, right? They've had to play against the Cardinals and the Jets and uh, a bunch of stinky offenses except for the San Francisco 49ers when Brock Purdy went crazy. Uh, I think the number for Justin Herbert is in the 274.5 range. The last time I saw, maybe that's gone up. What would you do there?
3: I wouldn't play it, to be honest with you. I think it's a very well-set number. If you want a little Justin Herbert action in this game, uh, I would take the over one-and-a-half passing touchdowns or maybe even a toy with the idea of taking the over on rush yards. Uh, he has been an opportunistic runner at times this season. They have an aggressive uh, pass rush there with the Dallas Cowboys. Again, a lot of team speed, uh, maybe some break contain situations. He calls his own number, tucks and runs, and scores a winner here in the end. So those are the two markets that I am most interested on and with Justin Herbert, but I think the 275-ish uh, player prop line uh, is well-suited and well-priced. Uh, Dallas, uh, you're right. I mean, they played a lot of lackluster offense with the exception of San Francisco, but they are still number four in EPA per play defense overall, and they are top ten in EPA pass defense. So breaking it down to a granular level, they're still get the job done. Oh, yeah.
0: Brad, anything else for uh, next week that has caught your eye already, whether it's a side total or maybe some player props that you're going to have circled?
3: Oh, my gosh, yeah. I was doing some research uh, today. There's there's nothing uh, line-wise available yet, so I'm just going to give you some gut feelings on a couple of player props that I can't wait to populate and surface there on BetMGM. Nakua. Uh, uh, I think a lot of people are going to jump off the bandwagon after he had Kind Of a quiet performance yesterday, Cooper Cup is doing the usual Cooper Cup things, and that is owning that backside, uh, which he is on a back to back games. Uh, but I think Nakua is going to have a touchdown league, uh, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, why? Because it's going to be a lot of Patrick Peterson in coverage, and Peterson, a shell of what he once was, he's already allowed. Three touchdowns. Who was assignments this season well north of 100 passer ratings. So Nakua and Stafford, I think, are connect for a six in that game. And whatever the rush yards are on Saquon Barkley, I am in. I cannot get over the fact that Giants were as competitive as they were last night. Had a real shot to win that damn game uh, there on the road at Buffalo. And the offensive line played extraordinarily well. They had another injury on that front, but they were able to really – galvanized and uh, they blocked uh, terrifically for Saquon Barkley. Uh, No repercussions uh, simming from that bum wheel uh, that high ankle sprain that he you know, was forced to miss a lot of action with in Washington, uh, who they're facing the Giants. Number 22 in the EPA rush defense. They're going up four point one seven yards, nearly 87 rush yards per game. Uh, so I don't care what the number is on the ground for Saquon. I'm guessing it's going to be somewhere in the 70s. I may play it up to like 89.5, 94.5. He is going ham here in week seven.
2: Brad, I don't know if you saw what was just going on. Uh, the Chargers and Cowboys had an all out brawl at midfield as we're getting ready. Oh, for that awesome! Game. So that, that shows yes. us the type they're of game we got. are fighting over Kellen tonight. Moore. Get ready. Yeah, they're fighting over Kellen Moore. <laughs> Jerry Jones is down there. I was like, okay, we Johnson's didn't like this guy, but he's field. way
0: better than McCarthy. I
2: mean, we got like everybody down there on the field. It was an all out. Like, they're swinging at each other. So that shows you the type of game we're going to have. Hey, we watched the Eagles, we watched the 49ers both lose this weekend. Look, you know this, right? The NFL, everybody has one or two bad weeks depending on how good a team. Like, whatever. Like, it's, it's, we kind of get caught up in the moment sometimes. I still look at both the 49ers and Eagles as the two best teams in the NFC, but I'm starting to feel like the Lions are climbing in there. Where are wow. you now in terms of the top of the NFC? Are you concerned after what you saw from the Eagles and 49ers or are you just chalking it up as one bad game?
3: Yeah, one bad game for San Francisco. I, I'm more concerned if uh, it is an alarming injury that comes to light on Christian McCaffrey. You know, had the MRI yeah. and the oblique. We don't know the uh, exact results yet. Uh, sounds like Debo Samuel could be back here in short order. So, you know, breathe some comforting air if you're a Niners fan, at least in that regard. But, we'll, you know, jury's still out in terms of Christian McCaffrey. But I, I'm not too worried when that team... Is that 100% of firing on all cylinders? I am a little bit concerned about Philly, not offensively, because they got weapons everywhere. I mean, A.J. Brown, he went off. Uh, Devontae Smith, cable getting 100 yards every single week. Uh, DeAndre Swift has been magnificent. Dallas Goddard uh, has played quite well at times this year. And Jalen Hurts is, uh, you know, the ultimate scoring duelist that is out there. But defensively, especially on the back end, But without Darius Slay, I mean, with Darius Slay, who's got north of 100 pass rating allowed to his assignments this season, that could lead to Philly's undoing down the stretch this season if they punch a ticket for the postseason. I'm worried about that back end defensively more than anything else. So that raises uh, my level of concern with Philadelphia as a whole. I don't think they're nearly as strong of a squad as they were last year.
1: Yeah, they certainly don't look like it, Brad. Especially last uh, last night or like yesterday. Denver and Carolina, both o five and one against the spread. Which team do you think gets a win first?
3: Uh, I'm gonna say Carolina. I mean, Denver. Uh, you know, just send all the My Little Ponies to the glue factory. They're done. Just <laughs> oh, geez, lose out. Jeez. I mean. Mike, hey, you know what? If you like sparkles, so be it. You know, they may have combable, beautiful, colorful hair. I don't care. They're terrible. They're rubbish. They're awful. They should have both hooves at the Glue Factory, no question about it. And they're going to have a conversation for maybe the number one overall pick. Uh, the one saving grace of Denver is that the ground game got a, going a little bit uh, on Thursday night in the game against Kansas City. Javante, juggernaut Javante Williams, looking like his old self, uh, Julio McLaughlin has been uh, quite the uh, hidden gem and find for them. And you know Sean Payton loves them. But I you know Carolina showed a little fight. Now, it was early, and Miami woke up from their temporary slumber and then just laid the DDT on that ass in that game. But uh, I will say they were at least competitive for about a half. Uh, that lends to maybe some positivity down the stretch. Uh, I I don't have the schedule in front of me, but they probably got a win or two that they will secure eventually. But the Broncos, who knows? uh, They may go over the rest of the season.
2: Brad, you never let us down, my friend. Always good talking to you. My little
0: ponies to the glue. I I, I have
2: a whole vision of my little ponies getting grinded up. Uh, It's it's a bad, bad thing. I have just all kinds of thoughts in my head. Brad, you're the best. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks, Brad. (laughs)
3: Hey, we all need glue! I'm
1: out, guys! I don't think they do that.